See, and this is the thing. They make you want your enslavement. You knew that your phones were listening to everything you said. Mm -hmm. The cameras were recording everything you were doing. That it was tracking you everywhere you went. And yet you still carried those things around. And, yeah. and, and what do we say? And what will we say? Yeah, we knew it, but it was like so convenient. It was convenient. And it's the same thing here with our smart homes. And welcome. Is this funny? <laughs> welcome to We Are the People Radio. This is your host, Jason Preston, and my wife, who somehow thinks this is hilarious, Alexia Preston. I'm just laughing so I don't cry. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, <laughs> welcome to the show. Apologize for, I apologize to my, about my wife. At least she looks good. That's, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, anyways, so... Um, <laughs> Today we do have an awesome show. We've got Chelsea Hope back again, so we're very excited. It's we know it's part three of Envision Utah. Yeah. So if you watched part one, it laid out the names, who the players are, which was like okay, but what did they do? Part two starts to show like okay, we've been manipulated by the Envision, and now part three we're going to get into what all what they're doing with infrastructure, what they're pulling in with some of the uh, um, surveillance state. So. Buckle up. You know if we got Chelsea, you know it's going to be good. But before we get started, make sure you're following us on Rumble. We are the people UT. Same thing with uh, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram. We are the people UT. So make sure you're following us all on all those channels. And this episode is brought to you by Mint Solar. Amazing patriots. Um, got to have solar. It's one of those things you got to have. And not just solar panels on your house. If you've got solar, if you don't have a battery, you're out of luck. So make sure you check them out mintsolar.com and um let's rock and roll maybe why don't you in introduce chelsea she needs no introduction she needs introduce, no introduction. introduce her anyways and let's get this show rocking and yes. rolling our number one requested guest i i mean you're not even a guest anymore she's basically just a co-host she's a co-host <laughs> what do you call the other co is it two co-host co-host one co-host two thing one thing two all right Thing one and thing two. I think you're thing one. She's co-host two. Oh. I'll save, I'll save my comments yeah, for later. Yeah, you better save your comments for later. You're on the list already. Yep. So we've had some great <coughs> shows with Chelsea. The first one was uh, the one that really went big time. Yeah. Uh, kind of gave This the is really Chelsea's show. <laughs> this is really Chelsea's show. I mean- People come here to see you. Let's be real. I don't know we, about we, that. we just we just get to host you. So you know what I love. Thank you for making this show great. I was on, I was in a group chat the other day. You know, unrelated to any of this stuff, and uh, someone asked a question about oh, who knows what, and they said we should look into this. Chelsea? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> so. Yeah, Chelsea's taking down the deep state single handedly. We're happy to help her. We can't stand these these balls. So let's go, Chelsea. What do we got? Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, you guys have a lot of great guests. I love all your guests. So. Um, Big okay. family here. <laughs> so we're going to kind of fly through some of these. We may not have time to get into some of them. Um, last time, again, the first, you know, Envision 1 was who, part 2 was how they're doing it, and parts 3 through 5 are going to kind of be what they're working on. So um, we'll tie a few more names in. Um, one of the things that I just kind of want to start with is one of the things that we have here are public infrastructure districts. 
Um, and basically what these are are districts that aren't beholden to anyone. They're developers, legislators who are developers. It's basically a corporation. Um, and they have powers of local districts. Now, local districts were just being changed to special districts, which brought in federal funding. So what we saw happen with Disneyland, um, that's basically what we have here. And as you can see, according to Utah Code, um, two of the development authorities under public infrastructure districts are the Utah Inland Port and the Point of the Mountain. So the port and the 15-minute city. Um, and those, again, are being pushed through Envision Utah. So some of the things that they can do is levy and collect taxes and turn to contracts, create and issue bonds, annex land and property, and exercise eminent domain. And we'll get into another episode where we go through districts and eminent domain, but the way that they they do that and how they're taking property is awful. Um, so basically, let's just I'll just give it real quick. You have special districts, which are not uh, <clears throat> unelected officials being given the power to annex Mm -hmm. Or use eminent domain to take property, mm -hmm. which is completely unconstitutional. Yeah, and they've already done it. Um, they, and again, we've got legislators and politicians who sit on these boards. They're beholden to no one, but they're basically their own government, these districts. You know what's funny? You know how they call cons uh, the right or Republicans fascist? Mm -hmm. um, actually, in the state of U in the case of Utah, our Republicans are actually fascists <laughs> because this is actually fascism, which is the marriage between government and corporations. Yeah. And not that the Republican Party is fascist, but our politicians are actually fascist. Yes, we have a fascist corporate takeover here and a real estate mafia involved with that. So it's funny though, they don't want to call real fascism fascism. They want to call no. if you if you believe in the constitution, if you think if you're calling out the government, if you're, you know, when you want limited government, you're a fascist. But if you want but the, you know, Coke and and you know the and the government working together to push ESG, which is real fascism, Governor Cox pushing eminent domain, mm -hmm. giving power to corporations to annex our land. Yeah. That's real fascism, but we don't want it. But that's, we don't want to talk about that. Anyways, let's rock and roll. We got a lot to cover. Right. Okay. Yeah. And one of the things, just so you're aware, with these districts, they can levy taxes and issue bonds. Um, they, when they are doing affordable housing and these land, you know, developments, these 15 minute cities, which we're going to talk about housing in just a minute briefly. Um, but in order to pay for that, they can issue a bond through property taxes. So they can make the public pay for their development through property taxes. So we're paying for your, you're going to see property taxes double or more than double at some point. Some people might already. I was going to say this here. You've been already seeing that. In yeah. Some places. And this is these uh, districts um, exercising eminent domain and then uh, acquiring that land and property and then developing and you'll see a lot of the developers are legislators as well. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. It's not just it's it's fascism to the to the highest degree where you actually have business and corporations in bed together, or excuse me, po government and and corporations in bed together, and the politicians happen to also be on the board of the corporations. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See part one. What's, what's our guy in, in <laughs> what's our one. great what's our guy in Lehigh? Andereg. Andereg. Good yeah. old Andereg. Oh, yeah. A perfect example. Yeah. So, and I've seen eminent domain in the past, usually being for like railroads and things like that. Well, or it's for like things like public parks, right? Now. And we're gonna, and we're gonna get into that, but yeah. let's let's keep rock yeah. and roll. So moving forward, um, so just so you're aware, you are through your property taxes mm. paying for them to develop, and then they get to turn around and and charge you for mm. development and housing Beautiful. as well. 
Yeah. So uh, this is one of the bills that was passed uh, 2023. Um, you can see here they talk about their work. It's the Tr Housing and Transit Reinvestment Zone Act. So the the rezoning, redistricting, um, but for the affordable housing and the transit systems, again, to push 15-minute cities. But one of the things that you can see here, um, combining resources to acquire property, usually through eminent domain, but down on line 754, dwellings compatible in scale and form with detached single house residential dwellings and located in walkable communities. So there's mm -hmm. the 15-minute cities. Yep. Um, part of one of the bills was the state is requiring now local communities, so your cities and your counties, to encourage the affordable housing and transit. So it's important to show up to city council and shut that down. And then here you can see, again, improving efficiency in parking and transportation, including walkability of communities near public transit. So, And, and I think you brushed over something really important there. You had a call to action uh, to show up at city council meetings. Yeah. And I'll tell you, we've been to one, so we're guilty. We haven't really been showing been more up. More than one. Well, one oh, the Lehigh one. The yeah, Lehigh one. Lehigh. And I'll tell you, it's scary the things they talk about there because they do talk about this stuff. Ranked choice voting. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. So like it's important to show up and speak up and in numbers. So I think that's an important call to action when you're watching this. What can I do? Pay attention to those schedules. Okay. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I will tell you if you can even get 15 to 20 people for a city council meeting, that's a lot to them. Yeah. yeah. To have 20 people. So get your friends and family speak up against something, that will shock them. They will listen. So it doesn't take much at the local level. Okay, so getting into affordable housing, just a reminder, United Nations is pushing this. Surprise. And I love that you pull stuff straight from their website. <clears throat> yeah, they want this. Um, in order to address the current housing challenges, all levels of government should put housing at the center of urban policies. So again, bringing people from rural into the urban 15-minute cities by placing people and human rights at the forefront of urban sustainable development. Um, World Economic Forum, they also want the Centers for Urban Transformation and Growing Local Economies. So urbanization. Okay, just a reminder, this was from the very first video that we did, um, but the Opportunity Zones. Um, the World Economic Forum, United Nations is pushing. Um, this is a program through Rockefeller. It is a multi-billion dollar industry for affordable housing. Um, now you see on the governor's website the Utah Opportunity Zones. And he has partnered with the Chem C. Gardner Policy Institute, remember from mm -hmm. part, part one, part one um, the Utah Association of Counties, and the Sorensen Impact Center. Okay, so now this is from the Rockefeller Foundation's own white papers. And they say right in here that they have teamed up for the framework of their Opportunity Zones for Affordable Housing. They're in partnership with the Sorensen Impact Center at the University of Utah. So Governor Cox, everyone that we went through who sits on the board of the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute, they're, they're partnered with Rockefeller for the affordable housing. Right. I love it. I love it. I love you, how you tie all this together. Uh, so the World Economic Forum, again, is for this. And then here you've got Envision Utah, obviously, pushing affordable housing. And then we've got the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute pushing the the report and housing afford affordability best practices, why they're important. So right. let's let's play devil's advocate. Isn't isn't affordable housing a good thing? It could be, except for the fact that supposedly these developers are developing off of our tax dollars already to provide us with low cost living. 
and then we have to turn around and also pay. Not only that, the affordable housing, it isn't just housing. The housing that they are pushing, which we'll see in a minute, is the smart. They're all the smart mm. homes. They're, they're all within the 15-minute cities. I mean, if it was affordable housing somewhere out in rural areas and you could opt in or out of smart systems, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But what you're saying is it's it's basically getting their foot into help into creating these 15-minute yes. cities. Yeah. So part of this, obviously, is the homeless system, and we see the homeless issue getting worse and worse. Um, so this is Shelter the Homeless. This is one of the homeless shelters. And when you look at who sits on the board... You there. Familiar faces. <coughs> Josh Romney and Gail Miller. So if you remember from part one, we've got Gail Miller yep. and Josh Romney. And Josh Romney is president and CEO of the Romney Group, which is real estate. And he does have real estate all over the Intermountain West. Um, Harris Simmons, who is the chairman and CEO of Zions Bank. Mm. So we, there we've got Zions Bank again. So just a reminder, Scott Anderson and Gail Miller also sit on the policy Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute, as well as Josh Romney and the Sorensons. And again, Mitt Romney sits on this board. And so does Ivory Homes. Is Mitt and his son on that? <coughs> yes. His son on that board as well? Josh Romney's on here as well. So you start to see all these people mm -hmm. that are going to D.C. now pushing for the high-density affordable housing. And they're all they're developers as well. So I don't want to spend too much time on the housing. I want to kind of move forward, so I'm going to skip a lot of these slides. But just so you're aware, Destination Homes. Uh, it was established in 2002 by David Bailey and Brad Wilson. Mm -hmm. It was then acquired by the Larry H. Miller Real Estate, which is Gail Miller. And Brad Wilson also sits on the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute, right? And didn't so it's he the same just group. Yeah, this yes, week? Yes, isn't he? Yep. Started an exploratory committee for potential run. Against Mitt Romney. Then destinations, I think this is destination homes, yeah. Um, so you're going to start to see here, right, single family homes, townhomes, communities. Mm. So they're normalizing this um, walkable communities, right? Mm -hmm. And right here, so with Ivory Homes, again, on the Kempsey Garner Policy Institute, starting in 2023, all of our homes will be moving to Energy Star, a smart thermostat. Okay, mm. this is, are we switching gears now into this? Because this is, this is good. Yeah, so we're yeah. going to switch into transport here, um, but this is where all of this stuff is part of this 15-minute city, the digital <coughs> surveillance, right? So the smart thermostat the smart sprinkler controllers, so again, your secondary smart water meters that they can shut off when they want, at no additional cost to the home buyers. And what is <laughs> they smart? They really want you to have it. And what does smart really mean? Oh, I forget the. Well, it's not for the acronym. It's what does it really mean? Bottom line, it means it's surveillance. Uh -huh. Well, and it means that someone can turn it on and off. It's controllable. Right. It's right. controllable. And this is why everyone wonders why. You know, so many of these states and at the federal level, they're wanting to ban gas stoves because you can't elect, you cannot turn off some gas stove ele electronically at the push uh -huh. button. You can't control some. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going because we got a lot to cover. All okay. in the name of convenience, though. Yeah, it will save ivory home buyers over the long term. Um, yeah, and that's another thing is they're giving grants and subsidies to developers to build affordable housing. So they're getting even more tax dollars like just to them into their double triple dip okay uh just a reminder so anderegg worked on the housing affordable affordability amendments yeah which benefit basically is benefiting these developers just a reminder from part one he is involved in the uh 
Skyline Investment Holdings. So he's he's in real estate and other investments and infra- and infrastructure investment. He seems to be one of the ones that comes up the most in here. Yeah, he's one of them. There's a lot. There's of a few. There, there's there's a few, but he he he's he's got his hands in a lot of things that are. Yeah. I mean, with, with complete conflicts of interest. Yeah. Well, on the Associated Press article <laughs> that came out a few weeks ago about the China involvement, he was involved with that. That guy's got to get primaried. Well, yeah. all right, let's to, go. Or he can come on and explain it too. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah, I would love to get him on here. Come that would be awesome. Come yeah. join us. <laughs> okay, so these are just some of the people involved in who either own or are you know, very, very involved with real estate. Stuart Adams has a ton, a ton. Uh, you guys, anybody can go look up their conflict of interest forms. I'm happy to put theirs up on the, in the show notes for you. Just so you're aware, um, Dan McKay. Dan McKay, a.k.a. Dan the McKay. bully. A.k.a. the flag guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is also the vice president of land and real estate portfolio management of Suburban Land Reserves, which owns over 500 acres of the Utah Inland Port. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Really? Yep. Which, again, is in Utah. Yeah. As if Dan wasn't already on notice. Yeah. This is where they kind of talk about developers creating their own districts through the public infrastructure and special districts. You guys can pause and read this if you want, but I really want to move on. Yeah, make sure you pause this and read it. There you go. Quote from Dan McKay in there. Uh, you... <laughs> The best thing since sliced bread. I bet it is, Dan. I, I almost I'll feel bet like it is, brother. I, I feel it's Especially for your pockets, your pocketbook. Um, so again, future of energy is uh, systemic, open, and collaborative, and runs on a smart grid. Um, so the smart grid, how to share connected homes for everyone. Again, this is World Economic Forum. Uh, World Economic Forum. So. Again, all the smart systems. See, and this is the thing. They make you want your enslavement. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. It's convenient. It's convenient. I mean, the whole thing with the with our phones, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's it's brilliant because one day our kids are going to look at us when, when, when this nation has fallen and say, wait a minute, mom and dad, you mean you knew that your phones were listening to everything you said, mm-hmm. the cameras were recording everything you were doing, that it was tracking you everywhere you went, and yet you still carried those things around? I mean, they will be shocked. Like, and, yeah. and, and what do we say? And what will we say? Yeah, we knew it, but it was like so convenient. It was convenient. And it's the same thing here with our smart homes. Yeah. But at some point it's like, you know what? Like I get like, this is almost a necessary evil to be, you know, the, the tracking, everything goes on with the phones, which is insane. The more you look into it, but the smart home stuff, uh-uh. Like yeah. I don't need that. Like yeah. I can with it, I can go without that convenience. And again, it's everything is connected to the mm. internet of things. <laughs> um, and your smart water meters, your smart thermo I mean, everything, your locks, everything. Which they which, can control. Which again, and, and it, why does it matter? Because ESG. Let's go. <laughs> Just so you know, Utah's leading the way on the fourth industrial revolution. So we'll have an episode. Which on is AI, which, which is, is part of the AI. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going because okay. we got a lot to cover here. Yeah. So again, um, World Economic Forum, smart appliances, security, entertainment, lighting, energy, everything, right? Connected to the Internet of Things. And they want the modernization in the smart grid. Um, <coughs> just a reminder with the point of the mountain, if you haven't watched the 15 minute city that watch we did, it, go, go back watch and watch that. it. Um, they are turning everything to a one car community, but eventually they're going to get rid of that. Um, just so you're aware, try, we'll go through Sierra club another day, but they're connected to Rockefeller as well. And we have a Sierra club 
chapter in Utah, um, and they're all for transit equity. And I just wanted to show you that this is coming down the line. This is going to be something we're fighting. They're calling it predatory microtransit. Mm. And this is what it is. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so cars are discriminatory. We're unsafe. Yeah. Wait, can we just pause on that? So uh, it's a shark I, I, my, car. My, I'm like jaw dropped. Like uh, these guys are out of control. Right. Wait, Rights for transit. I really feel like this is something like a second grader would draw in class. A shark yeah. car. Yeah. That's eating good union jobs. Our microtransits are discriminating <laughs> against the macro. It's so racist. Driving a car is so racist. <laughs> it's the cars that are racist. And and driving it too. Oh. The right, Utah on. Department of Transportation. We've got our state of transportation equity movement. Okay, um, so just a reminder from the point framework, they do have the net zero operation carbon in buildings. And it's not just net zero anymore, and we'll get into this with some of the energy, but it's, um, sorry, net zero carbon, but it's net zero greenhouse gases. So <laughs> basically almost everything. And you can't get to zero without getting rid of Everything. This is why, you know, I mean, John Curtis came in and destroyed Provo and kind of started laying the framework for this by pushing, you know, laying all those bus routes out and trying to push it into, you know, a uh, city wherever we can get rid of cars. Yeah. So World Economic Forum, again, is pushing this. Climate change is the single greatest threat that humanity faces. Businesses that don't take climate action, I think they meant seriously, will be punished by their stakeholders as well as by the planet. So this is them pushing ESG. I don't know. I'm still scared by that shark car. I know. <laughs> that seems like more of a threat. Yeah. They want a more electrified and connected future. Um, Tesla. So one of the things that Tesla's doing is selling, even in geographies where regulatory support and charging infrastructure are limited. So they're intentionally making it so that it, it's going to fail for us. Um. You guys can pause. Here's the greenhouse gas emissions. You can pause and read some of these. I just really want to. Uh, talks about getting governments and private partnerships, public partnerships involved. Again, the World Economic Forum wants the transit system. Cox has brought the federal Pete Buttigieg in for this entire system. Who's so competent in his job. Yeah. He did such a great job with all those train derailments. Right. Um. They talk about how uh, Utah Department of Transportation is funded, obviously, through the legislature, so our tax dollars. Um, They're evaluating additional options for funding, including more public-private partnerships and use-based charges. So for um, some of the people who are on the committee, we've got Lou Kramer, who uh, he shows up on a lot of boards, but if you remember the U.S. Global Leadership Coalition, Mm. he is on there. And then Natalie Goshner, who... She has brought in the fourth industrial revolution through Utah as well, and you'll see her pop up a lot of places. But she's also on the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute. Um, through the David Eccles School of Business, she uh, served for Mike Levitt and George W. Bush. You can read about her. So they're almost like fact checkers, but they create the facts. Mm. She also sits on the board of Envision Utah, as well as Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute. So... And then we've got the Utah World Trade Center, Utah. So again, a lot of this is from Envision Part 1 with John Huntsman Jr. We've got Natalie and Lou on there as well. Yeah, one big club. And the uh, EPA 
is big on the history of Envision Utah. Mm. So they're pushing Vision Utah. Um, I'm going to skip through some of these. Pause and read these, please. Um, one of the things that they want to do is, again, with the evolution of our state and changes to driver behavior during COVID-19. So, again, with the 15-minute city and the lockdowns, the climate lockdowns, remember how they wanted to push mm -hmm. that because of COVID. Yeah. Um, it's important to encourage a telework and shifts in travel time to reduce the number of single occupant vehicles on the road. And they have something called zero fatalities. So, have you seen like on the freeway where mm -hmm. like zero is the only acceptable option? Yeah, I didn't catch. What website was that? <clears throat> where are you pulling this from? This is the, I will provide the link for this, but this is. Um, it's Utah. I, oh, is this UDOT? Yeah, this is Utah Department of Transportation. Okay, this is one of their documents. Interesting. So okay. how could zero fatalities be something bad? I, it's because it, it's impossible. It's so this, the only way yeah. to have zero fatalities is to have zero people on the road traveling. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, and that's a lot. Of, like when you see the zero, it is not possible unless you implement yes other agendas, yes. right? I yes, it's for your good to have zero fatalities. So because in order to get there, here's what we have to do. Yeah, get everybody off the roads. Yeah, especially you know first things first, get rid of you know electric car or get on, get people on electric cars, mm -hmm. get people on self-driving cars, get people stop driving, get people on public transportation. Mm -hmm. It's for your safety. Yeah. Right. Then the fatalities will be coming from people jumping out of their windows like they were doing in China yeah. because they're yeah. suicide. Up. Yeah. Um assist communities and our military in achieving these net zero goals. So we have, think think about that, everything electric, even with the military, which they want airplanes all electric and um, unmanned carriers. Yeah, what happens? What happens? I mean, this is the Green New Deal. Yeah. This is basically the Green New Deal as well. It is. It All of it is. That's all straight out of the Green New Deal. What happens when, uh, you know, China or somebody else, and they're talking about cybersecurity threats, hack our digital system, all they have to do is, if they can give us, yeah. give a blackout, our planes fall out of the well, air, Well, it's right? interesting, too, this uh, this connected uh, mm -hmm. uh, vehicles with, what is that, CAVs, uh, help us achieve our goal. Basically, it's, again, it's removing human error and automating Exactly. Things. AI. Uh-huh. I don't know. Would you get in an electric plane, an unmanned electric plane? No. No. It's Even if it was free, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. No. I'll walk. <laughs> if, if somebody is able to hack into that system and take, I mean, they... We'll have planes crashing because of into our the fibers back, our fiber backbone. Mm, and yeah. who was pushing fiber? I mean, this, yeah. That's the funny thing is people didn't see this. All these dots being connected. Mm -hmm. Why were our our city councils so heavily pushing fiber here in Lehigh a few years ago? Again, whether they knew it or not, someone knew what was going on, and they were laying the foundation for this. Yes, you can see at the end here. We will soon be the only state with border to border fiber connectivity. So connecting everything, and this is how, it, how what you just said, Jason. Um, to achieve our goal of zero fatalities, they have to take human error out. They will achieve it by taking human error out. Um, so they want everything to be autonomous. Um, we're not going to be able to drive our own vehicles anymore. Yeah, you lose control. You're yeah. You lose freedom. Yeah. When I first saw those zero fatality campaigns, I always just thought that was like a drunk driving awareness type yeah, thing. Yeah, we all did. I mean, it sounds good, right? Yeah. It sounds good. At one okay. point, I woke up and realized what that was about. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that clicked for me today. So. <laughs> this is the problem I have with some of our legislators. Um, how in the world are we electing legislators so naive? Let's say they're not, you know, nefarious. 
Um, but Dan McKay, someone someone got Dan McKay on the phone on, the, on their phone saying, "Hey, this is so 1984." And they said, "Have you ever read 1984?" And he's like, "No." no. I have the clip. I'm like, wait a minute. You're running for you're not only you are a politician. You're you're you you lead the Senate and you've never read 1984. I mean, 1984. I mean, that, yeah. it's how in the hell do we have representatives? We put people in, and they're so ignorant to. to the nefarious dangers of, of totalitarianism. Well, I mean, it's like, that's what you want. Give me a naive person who thinks everything's good, everything's perfect, everything is awesome, and there's no dangerous people, and every everything anyone tells me is the truth, and and there's no bad out there, and and let's make that person a politician that we can tell them anything they're going to believe they're such a freaking idiot. I, I won't say the rest. Not that they're idiots, but some of these people are either, either they're so naive or they're just absolutely blind. Yeah. I won't say the rep. That it was, but we gave one of our elected oh representatives gosh. a book. I have no tolerance for this. A federal congressman in Utah that should no. I'll going to no, say it. it okay. No, no. I gave no. It's it's this. I'm not. There's no protecting people. I gave for um, um, for his birthday. For one of our congressional. Burgess Owens' birthday. I <laughs> gave him. I gave him a book by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Um, it, and it's, it's, it's Gulag Archipelago. the Gulag Archipelago, one of the most famous books. And he's never even heard of it. I'm like, what? Like, you don't even know who Alexander Solzhenitsyn is? You're a federal congressman? You don't even understand what happened in, 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 in uh, communist Russia? How what, almost 100 million people were butchered by their government, by Marxist ideology, and we're being flooded by that here? And you're so naive, I'm sorry, you're so naive, you have never even read that, and you're sitting in Congress? I mean, how do we have this? And, well, th- and these guys don't understand the Constitution. This is what I understood when I started running for office, and I started having conversations with, and started getting to know some of these congressmen. They don't even know the Constitution. No. They're, they're <laughs> just, <clears throat> and I'll tell you, Burgess is a good guy with yeah. a good heart. But the problem is a good guy with a good heart that's not educated gets manipulated. And I'll tell you, that's what's been going on. Well, and that's exactly how we've had China, which has been on the news now. They're busted. You know, and we were called crazy for saying these policies are implementing. This is communism 101. What are you doing? We're being called crazy. Bramble is waving Kurt Bramble tinfoil out on the floor, calling us tinfoil wearing conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, that article comes out on a national article comes out. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's make sure we get it on the screen. This, this, this article comes out nationally about Utah being an unlikely ally mm-hmm. with China. And we are going to have a show on this because we're not letting this, because no. China is so in bed with Utah, it's ridiculous. Right. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so you're aware, um, this is showing, this is part of this. We're going to get into some of this with the energy stuff as well. But um, at one point, you can see with flying, all remaining airports close. With the shipping, all shipping declines to zero. And they want to move everything. This is absolutely the Green New Deal uh-huh. being strategized to be implemented in Utah. Yes. Um, growth in domestic and international rail. Um, they want to move all of that to electric. And then you start to slowly see the road vehicles go away. Um, all electric vehicles and size of cars reduces and it continues to reduce. So when did you guys vote on this? Yeah. When did you vote to implement the Green New Deal in Utah? Yeah. And here your politicians are right here implementing it underneath your nose. Mm-hmm. While conservatives all say, oh, AOC oh, is crazy. AOC is crazy. <laughs> but on my state rep, let's put him back in again. He's a conservative. <laughs> He's a Republican. John yeah. John Curtis, 
Blake Moore. I mean, all you know, you know, Cox. He's a great guy. He goes to my church. Yeah. Wait, or, and- or Curtis is for conservative climate change. It's not the Green New Deal. Conservative climate change. Here it is. The, the 10th Amendment is the state standing up and fighting against the federal government. Yeah. Look what Florida's doing. Florida's not trying to implement the Green New Deal since, but here in Utah, since our federal government can't do it, we're going to say, hey, we're going to sneak it in the back door and we'll implement it here. Even mm-hmm. though as a nation, we'll reject it, we'll do it in our own backyard. It should be the exact opposite. In Utah, we should be shutting this crap down, not pushing it sneaking sneak in the back door. Yeah. And that's what's happening in your backyard. Yeah. Um, you can see the road you usage. Burn it down, man. <laughs> pissed off. And we, look, I'm sorry. We should be pissed. I this know, is, we should this be. Is, if, if people understood how terrifying this is, people would be out, out of their minds ticked. And the thing that really chaps my hide, where is KSL? KSL should be digging into this. Where is the Deseret News, mm-hmm. the supposedly conservative newspaper? Mm-hmm. W- w- where are any of our news channels in exposing and, and, and going after the Utah state government? That's what the news is supposed to do. The news is supposed to represent the gov- people and hold the government in check, chase them down. They're supposed to be doing what you're doing, what we're doing. But right. what are they doing? They're covering their tracks, yeah. and then they're calling people like us, oh, they're Crazy. dangerous. <laughs> they're cra- They're far right. Oh, Jason, that guy's, you know. Dangerous. He's dangerous. He's Danger, far right. Danger. What What is dangerous about what we're doing? It's dangerous to them because we're exposing them. So you're right. We are dangerous to, t- to power. Yeah. Because if this type of content gets out, we'll shut their these mm-hmm. people down. Yeah. And again, watch Envision Utah Part 1 because you will see that the news is on the boards in bed yeah. with these people. All right. I think you've scared our studio team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. No, I mean, I'm sorry. This, this stuff matters and nobody knows what's going on. No. We have we have a digital prison and it's, all you have to do is read the stuff. What's yeah. being built right underneath your nose. Yeah. When did you vote on it? These are your public servants. Yep. They're your public servants. They work for you. When did you give them authority to build this network underneath your nose? Right. I will say one good thing about KSL, though, just because it was news this week. They did call out John Curtis for his insider trading. Insider Thank trading. you, KSL, for so, that. Thank you. Yep. All right, Everyone, let's go. And that's one of the things, too, is you do have to realize sometimes <clears throat> you've got uh, the authors um, who aren't necessarily always. It's the editors. Yeah. Yep. Okay, um, so let's rock kay. and roll because there's st- yep. a lot I want to get into here yeah, that yeah, we haven't yeah. got to yet. Okay, so um, they'll reduce road usage through reducing distance traveled and reducing vehicle weight over time. We'll eventually get to nothing. Not going to get too much into this. Utah Inland Port's not a place. It's a system, just so you know, straight from their own website. Here's where they push us into four different regions. Can you go back to that for a second? Yeah. Okay. Just taking it all in. Yeah. So much. (laughs) Um, The transportation infrastructure amendments... Okay, so this is the Aspire system. We're going to talk about Aspire really quick and the electrification of our entire system. So to electrify power providers, bus, vehicle, passenger, freight rails, aircraft, freight truck, battery. It goes on, this right? This is a bill. Wait, what, yes. SB, uh, what is it? What is the bill? Uh, oh, this okay. One. It's okay. Yeah, it, it, it passed. Yeah, this is, not, this is not theory. Again, this is, that's what I love about you, Chelsea. This is not just, you know, cooked up. Cons- ideas or here's what I think this is bills no this tinfo- is what's actually happening you're pulling it from their own websites mm-hmm. no tinfoil hats here Mm-mm. so they want everything you you skimmed over something really important there what was Ar- that artificial intelligence 
Yeah, smart or artificial intelligence integrated infrastructure providers. Mm. Charging component systems Nothing or network. to be concerned about here. All right, let's mm. keep going. Okay. Um, okay, so Aspire connected to the University of Utah, and that was what you saw in that bill. So basically they've created a partnership, a program to electrify our entire roadway and system. You can pause and read these if you want. I kind of want to get towards the end of these slides here. They're talking about social responsibility, so ESG, zero emissions. Um, they're partnered with Stadler, who is through... Um, so Utah is basically the hub for the entire crossroads, right? So this tri this rail line, it's going to be high-speed rail like you see in China um, and these sci-fi movies, but high-speed rail, they want to get rid of airports and flying for us civilians completely and move to just the high rail where, again, once they implement digital ID, which we're going to talk about in a second here, um, and ESG, if your ESG score isn't high enough, then you can't scan on to even travel via the transit anymore. So um, these guys are based through, they have um, a headquarters in Salt Lake City now, but they are based through Switzerland, which is interesting because that's where Davos is, the headquarters for World mm. Economic Forum. And Germany, they have a 62-acre property here, um, $50 million state-of-the-art facility near the uh, Salt Lake City International Airport. No surprise. Also so in, in Switzerland, uh, which I think is actually probably going to be this week or next week. It's got to be pretty soon, but they're voting on uh, the governing body of the WHO is voting on the sovereignty of our uh, healthcare mm -hmm. globally. Yeah, and yeah. they've been trying to push that for a while, and it kind of gets delayed, and, but it's they're pushing it hard. Yeah. But Biden signed off on it, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Carp launch. Yeah. So the Salt Lake City Division is through Switzerland. Um, really quickly here. What is the Salt Lake Division doing in Switzerland? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great um, question. The Utah legislature is committed to developing strong public-private partnerships uh, that result in innovative solutions. Um, we are thrilled to be partners in this project and look forward to its success, said Mike Schultz, majority leader of the Utah House of Representatives. Utah stands to become the epicenter of electrified transportation nationally, if not worldwide, according to the USU trustee and former Utah Senate President Wayne Niederhauser. When did we sign off on that? Yeah. Um, Electrion and, and Aspire team up. Okay, so this is the wireless charging system through Los Angeles and so California and Utah have a lot of partnerships right now. You can read this, pause and read. Um, so you can see they are electrifying the roads. These are, the, this blue, the roads are gonna charge. So it's entire electrified roads for the rail system, everything, digital. I, will that save us from train derailments now too? <laughs> right. We're going to get into that in another episode. Sure. So again, World Economic Forum, they also want digital public infrastructure or digital highways. That's the DPIs. And they're all they're also part of the digital twins, just a reminder. We'll get into that in a future episode, but it's the augmented virtual reality of the 15-minute cities visiting in virtual oh, reality yeah, instead of real life. That's wild stuff. Yeah, World Economic Forum is doing this. And... Just just take note of remember what she's talking about because you'll see stuff on the digital twins. Yeah, we're going to get into this in another episode. And yeah. It's going to be going to blow your mind. Um, but the digital delivery, the Utah Department of Transportation is doing all the digital delivery. This is below. UDOT. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! They are they're part of the digital twin. <laughs> so the twin oh. is the virtual oh. city. The yeah, 
Yeah, so they eventually, because uh, we've talked about, again, please go watch the 15-Minute City episode because we talk a little bit about this We'll put the well. link in the show notes, Yeah, too. Um, but they talk about how when they need to do climate climate lockdowns and lock us in to get the carbon emissions down, we can visit through virtual reality. Um, and when we can't sh- scan onto the transit system to travel, we can visit via virtual reality. So yeah. they're creating digital twin cities. Yeah. Right. It's pretty, it's pretty creepy. It yeah. Really is creepy. That's like a total it's matrix. It's part of the whole, yeah, it's part of the whole, yes. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. Well put. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny. One of these papers, I didn't put it in here, but they mention a matrix. That's creepy. Yeah. They use right, that let's, word. Let's, let's keep going. Okay. Um, this is the advanced air mobility. There's a task force for it in Utah. So this is the electrified airs, electrified taxis, the drones, right? Here's phase one. Unmanned traffic monitoring. <laughs> Um, phase two, phase three, expand the vertiport infrastructure. So that's going to be an entirely different, these districts are going to be able to develop for that as well, but it's new airports for just the electric airplanes. Um, okay, so drone up partners with the Utah Department of Transportation. So they're, they're basically, they're electrifying. So- so I do want I do want to share this, and then I don't want then I don't want then I want to keep moving. But this is important <clears throat> because I know some people when they're watching this, they probably feel very overwhelmed. What can yeah. I do? Like yeah. it, you know, it's it's overwhelming. What and and, I, and what are we gonna do about it? And and so you it makes you want to it makes you frustrated and like you want to clam up. We're gonna talk about that at the end. But you can, we can do something. This stuff has only happened because we've all been ignorant to yeah. it. Because because it's been Ooh. happening in the dark. Mm-hmm. If we can get this information out to enough people, we can wake up the reps. We can clean house of the reps who are who are doing this, and we can get people in who will shut this stuff down. Yeah. So this is not, oh, everything's lost. It's too late. Well, what do we do? We're going to run and hide. No, we don't need to be contentious, but we do need to. But we do need a clean house. We mm-hmm. need to take accountability, and we need to do our part. Anyways, let's keep yeah. going. It's lost when we give up. Um, so here's Alta Port, the flying taxis. <clears throat> I'm not going to get too much into this, but the. Um, Point, point of the Utah, they're also partnered with Zions Bank, uh, Governor Cox's website, obviously, in Altaport. And again, Utah's website or governor's website for the Internet of Things connected to drones, vehicles, robotics, um, smart cities, statewide GPS network that connects everything. This is robotic yep. Internet of Things. Yep. Yeah, this is just right? basically exactly what World Economic Forum, World there Economic you go, Forum. boom, there it is. <laughs> They say it, we do it. Yeah. Okay, we're getting into the surveillance part, and then we're, we have some things we want to wrap up with. But, again, they want the smart city governance. They want a one-world government. They need you connected to a, con- a, a global digital world. They're calling us global digital citizens. Thinking like global citizens can usher in a fairer world. Good question. Um, again, though. global governance, right, one-world government. They're not hiding it. Okay, Wavetron- okay so Wavetronics really quickly. Come on, Chelsea, Sorry, guys. the freak. I thought my phone was on silent. All right, okay. let's keep going. Um, uh, Wavetronics is, so this is, through their expanse system, it is a radar, basically surveillance and radar. Their headquarters are here in Utah. You have their smart sensor where everything is uh, connected. But And I'm going to get, so here's some of the, right, the for. Through our traffic and Department of Transportation, they're putting up all the cameras. So on yep, the lights, on that. the poles, you're you're seeing that um, the facial recognition. It will be tied into everything that we're talking about, and it's it's basically again the China communist 
program that they have there, how they track everyone digitally with their social credit score. Um, but they basically, it can uh, track your vehicles with radar and how fast they're going. And with the camera system, it, it basically tracks, it can cross it tracking, um, crossing lanes, but it, it can track a lot of vehicles at once. So, so start taking system. note when you're you know driving around, start, you'll start noticing some of this surveillance stuff. It's, yeah. it's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 68 acres in Springville for their headquarters. And again, this is from Utah's The Point in the Mountain, right? 15-minute city. Uh, paperwork for the autonomous technology change road infrastructure, which they're doing. And then elimination of physical barriers, which we talked about in the 15-minute city uh, for... It's basically surveillance for keeping us in the bounds of our cities when we're not allowed to leave them. And high security measure required. This is the net, uh, the zero trust policy. We're basically, well, we don't know with cyber attacks or, you know, if you are criminal or not. Um, we don't know if you're vaccinated or not, if you're safe. So basically, instead of guilty till, you know, innocent till proven guilty, it's a zero trust system where you have to prove everything about you in order for privileges. And here's Thatcher's bill that was passed. Yes. For facial recognition technology mm-hmm. in Utah. Yeah. Welcome, Do you remember? I.E. China. Yeah. Do you remember how much this was passed by? I don't remember. Like, well, we was it overwhelmingly passed? Or well, let's, let's keep going. We, we're short, we are very short in time. Okay. Yeah. Um, facial biometric data. This is it's just facial recognition. And just a reminder, they are going to store your images in a database maintained by the department through the Utah Criminal Justice Information System. This is what I'd expect system. to see in China, not yeah. in Utah. Yeah. So we're already criminals. Um, and now here's the website, our government website. It's up and running, facial recognition in Utah. Okay. I... The public surveillance amendments. Oh, what do you know? Dan McKay and Wilcox. Now, remember last time I told you that there, Burton had a bill uh, that was going to be passed for the license plate scanning, which we talked about with the 15-minute cities. Um, did and that he, get shut down? He shut it down. He didn't let his bill move forward. Dan McKay passed it instead. <laughs> Good old Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> allows the license plate reading technology gathered gathered by a private entity, All not right. even by your government. All right. Yep. Okay. Um. This. Let's see. Are another one by Dan McKay? Just he hate us. <laughs> government surveillance. They're even calling it government surveillance. <laughs> he must hate us. Yeah. So I, I mean, I they're basically setting this up for for yeah. a, for this new a new government mm-hmm. that is coming. And they will be taken care of. Yeah. They're laying the groundwork. They're, they're, they don't serve us. They serve the new government mm-hmm. that is going to take over. Maybe yeah. you should read 1984, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Dan is acting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can read through this, but, I mean, even through a non-government entity. Okay, so I put, just so you're aware, because I, I want to point this out very quickly, um, the left was from Burton's original bill, and the right is from Dan McGay's case bill. The language is verbatim the same. They are not writing their own bills. They are allowing communists from China to come and lobby communistic policies, and they're running bills that other people are writing for them. Terrifying. It's the exact wow. same language verbatim. And then they, they shut down the one publicly. Look, we stopped the bill. And then, <laughs> and then they let the same thing come in when, when no one's paying Someone attention. Someone else, yeah. And they did that with actually quite a few things. We were focused on one and we got it shut down, but then they would just pass it through a different bill. 
So it was very, when they have that written into more than one bill, it's intentional. Oh, license plate readers to protect Alpine. This is for your safety. It's for your safety, guys. Okay. um, Oh, yeah. Go ahead. This is the airport security. TSA. For our safety. This is the facial recognition and ID and real ID through the airport. Again, Utah leading the Mm -hmm. the country. This is Liberty Defense HexaWave. what these guys do is basically 3D imaging, uh, scanning for weapons. Are they making fun of us with a company named Liberty Defense? I think so. <laughs> and it does, uh, I haven't verified this myself, but I was told that these images are sent to like the Department of Justice and FBI and other places. Um, you can see they do the three 3D imaging but they're doing 3D imaging to test for weapons. Um, just so you're aware, the Utah Attorney General um, basically signed an agreement for the texting of HexaWave here. Now, here's the thing. It isn't just for airports. Um, they're collaborating, testing Liberty's security threat detection system related technologies at potential facilities or venues in Utah to possibly include, but not limited to. So even sporting and concerts. Churches. Higher education facilities. Arts, places of worship. Parks, yeah. So they, everywhere. it's already, the, Sean Ray has signed this agreement. Thank you, Sean. He's, yeah. His name's come up several times too. Pay attention to, look. China. Anyways, keep going, keep going. Oh, this is the article. Here's the article in China. <clears throat> um, you can pause and read this. I believe I put these in the last episode as well, but... Basically, they've, they're busted that the Chinese government has influenced our Utah policymakers here and made friends with our Utah policymakers here. There's a reason there's that uh, scripture, all is well in Zion. All is well in Zion. Nothing to see here. Uh, Candace Perci. Talk about a book that was written for our day. Yeah. One of the things that frustrated me with the bill that Candace wrote, I'm grateful that she wrote in that, you know, foreign entities and, and China can't purchase land here. Um, but one of the things is if they're lobbying for foreign policy, they have to wear a sticker. I'm not understanding how it's legal at all or how it's okay that if they wear a sticker, we're still going to allow them to come yeah, lobby Why do we policy. have a communist, a communist regi- country regime in Utah lobbying our politicians yeah. that work for Utah? It is, it is completely, completely immoral mm-hmm. and wrong yep. well, and, and unconstitutional and illegal. It is illegal. Yep. And I think what was really interesting about that sticker foreign entity, I think was, was the word, I think it was the restrict act mm-hmm. that if you are one of these terrorists and we'll get into restrict act on another show, but if you are one of the offenders, you get labeled as I think it was a foreign entity. So you actually get labeled as whatever. This is the new TikTok bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. we need to do something to that TikTok yeah. bill. It's national, but it's a big issue, and it's mm-hmm. gonna obviously big deal here in Utah. Okay, let's keep going. And I I think we're basically through this, but just again, World Economic Forum they want corporate governance. So these corporations mm-hmm. and these private entities, and they have their Davos Manifesto, so Communist yeah, and, Manifesto. And we got it here in Utah. Global Future Councils, and I just want to remind you guys: your Utah, your future through Envision Utah. Utahns, you chose the future that you want. This is your vision. They're right. <laughs> They're right. Yeah, we did. In a sense, um, and we we obviously were manipulated. Until I don't think, now, yeah. Until now, 
one of the things. Um, Do we want to talk about that bill just got bill passed? Let's just today. let's hit that. Let's let's throw this up on the screen. Um, it's we'll we'll. Um, it is HB four seventy. Okay. The government digital verifi- verifiable record amendments. Okay. So take note. Who pa- who voted for it? Who voted against it? And keep going. Yeah, we'll put that up on the screen. Um, and there was an article that came out as well, so we can put that in the show notes. But basically what has happened is now, remember last session, we fought like hell to fight the digital ID. They knew we didn't want it, which is why they backed down. So last minute, nobody knew this bill was um, presented to legislation. So at some point last minute, it got pushed through. Um but they've basically run it through, and we've talked about the pilot programs in Utah. When they can't pass a bill, they just run it through as a pilot program. So Governor Cox today uh, signed this bill. Uh, basically, it is mandating through a pilot program a digital ID, and that becomes May, effective May 3rd of this year, so in less than a month. Wow. So we now are being forced into a digital ID where your your digital health records, the ESG that they're pushing, it's all going to be. Just watch them because Utah's we're lead, fighting ESG. Utah's leading the way. Watch them force a pilot program for ESG. It's all done through pilot programs when we throw it. Well, and it won't be called ESG. It'll be called something right. else, obviously. Right. And I think they're calling it a trust score in Utah. Yeah. So we've got the uh, the facial recognition, the license plate scanners, the you know the the cameras up everywhere. We've got the the... Uh, is it the hexa wave? So the thing that Sean Ray has signed on where they're doing 3D imaging, which can it looks it can scan through walls as well for those who have weapons. Um, we've got the zero trust. Our, our images are being put into a criminal database. And now we have a digital ID. So they're they're setting up the system. So we're, we're going to wrap up here. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, this this can feel overwhelming. Um, all this content, but it, we're not hopeless. We're not helpless. Uh, we 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 can fix this. And the answer isn't getting contentious. It's not getting angry. The answer is simply standing up and fighting with the pen. There is a reason they shut down the red wave here in Utah during 2022. That every single America First candidate got shut down. They do not want people getting into this club who will bring havoc to this. They do not want people getting in office who will who will wake up and shut this down because this can be shut down. The way we shut this down is is we've got to we we have got to compete with the mainstream narratives. We've got to get this information out to enough people where enough people can start demanding of their reps that this that they that this is not okay. Yeah. Enough people start. I mean, it's not just not okay. This is it's it's absolutely terrifying. We can shut this down. We need to get more people to 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 write their reps, to call their reps, to to put them on notice. Next election, we need more people, quality people who will run not to be part of the system because that's the problem. Power attracts the worst and corrupts the best. And I'll tell you, in Utah, we have a real problem with that. And and, and it happens because we don't th- see it. We're, we're naive. We just trust. We just we're, we're we're we're. It's one of the great things about Utah is we're trusting state. We believe people are good, and we want to believe that when someone tells us something, that they're telling the truth. Right, and that's what lays the foundation for real evil to 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 exist. Because real evil will lie to you in your face, and then the people will accept it. We have real evil here in Utah who is manipulating us. Mm-hmm. Share this content. Write your rep. Call your rep. We need a clean house. We need to demand election reform. 
why is it Utah is ranked in the bottom of the country with election integrity from the Heritage Foundation? We can put the link for that in the notes. We're ranked in the very bottom of the country. The national RNC, Republican National Committee, condemned ranked choice voting, and yet we're pushing it here. They've condemned uh, electronic voting. We're pushing it here, and we're using it in our national convention. Uh, Just next week? Next week. In our, in our state convention, where we have Ron DeSantis coming, we're using electronic voting. Yeah. So, guys, we, we can stop it. We can clean house. And, and the neat thing is you can play a role in that. And, and then the key is get off the sideline, share this content, call your rep. Let's, let's, we don't need the masses. Three no. percent of the population, three percent mm-hmm. can, can bring down this establishment and we can clean house and stop this and give our y- children more years of freedom. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Chelsea, you're amazing. I mean, honestly, we love you. We just so appreciate Every time you come, it's better. It's 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 the way you lay it out is, is beautiful. I, I mean, the amount of research you do blows me away. Uh, thank you for for giving so much of your life. Again, who are you? You're not a politician. You just this is the key to freedom. Regular people stepping up and digging in and doing their part. So thank you for doing that. You you are an example of of a what it means to be a. a, a I hate to throw it's, throw the term patriot around so loosely, but. I mean, that's the key to freedom. It's not politicians. It's people like you. And uh, Alexia, love you. You did awesome. You're always <laughs> awesome. So she's running for SCC. She's in the fight. She's trying to, she's trying to get on the governing board of the, of the Republican Party so that she can clean house. Love and uh, she's, she's actually going to committee tomorrow. And, uh, you know, there's nothing more important than freedom. So anyways, thank you all for uh, sharing and, and the liking. And, and again, thanks to our, our sponsors because – you know, we can't just be running all this out of our own uh, bank account. So thank you for our, to you guys for helping fund this and fund the studio. And one, I just want to shout out to UVO commercial and residential real estate um, and our producers that produce this. I mean, you have no idea the hours that goes into producing the, the, this show. And uh, there's a lot of good people behind the scenes that make it happen. So anyways, thanks everybody. And uh, we'll see you later. Thanks. Thanks.